0: Good evening and well met friends and welcome back to That Is The Question. It's Shakespeare's favorite panel show. I'm your host, James Reitmeyer Jr., and we have a very friendly and English episode for you today. On my left, we have our first guest. It's English tea and crumpets, Roxy Areco.
1: Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you. And Roxy, you are the assistant stage manager for Upcoming As You Like It. Yes, I am. How's it going so far?
1: It's going really good. And I'm not just saying that because you guys are in the room.
0: Well, I don't believe <laughs> you. But anyway, <laughs> and on my right, we have our other guests. It's that last call at the English pub, Sophia Carlin. That's me. Those are my two experiences from England, by the way. Tea and Crumpets, and Last Call at the Pub.
1: I'm glad I'm that one.
0: Yeah. It's a good one, right? Yeah. Uh, and so you are the assistant director for As You Like It. How do you think it's going?
1: Uh, To keep it, you know, it's, yeah. End Great. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, <laughs> You know what? I, I
0: think that's my experience as well. So anyway, these two are working hard on creating our next show, As You Like it. It's going to go up at the end of July. And you all should come see it, especially if you're enjoying our dulcet tones right now. But... As you like, it is not the topic of this podcast. It is something far more English and far more merry. That's right. It's the Merry Wives of Windsor. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. yes, The Merry Wives of Windsor. Excellent. Merry Wives of Windsor is a funny play. Sometimes. I and think. And so, yeah, we may <laughs> yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit about it. So, without further ado, here comes some general trivia about Merry Wives of Windsor. First yeah. up, Merry Wives is the only Shakespearean play that has no what? Hmm. And I'll give you a hint. It's a type of character.
1: Like, mm, no king? No queen? Th- that
0: is very, very close. In fact... I'm gonna give you a point for that. Yes! Uh, Although that's very close, because it is not the only play with no king. There, right. are, there are several plays with no king, but it is the only play that has character that has no characters of the rank lord or higher. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, there are only two other plays with character of the rank with no character of the rank duke or higher. Uh, that's Taming of the Shrew, and mm-hmm. the only lord in Taming of the Shrew is in the Induction. So it's the yeah. lord, whatever his name is, and Timon of Athens has at least one lord although he's greek so it's not the title so yeah. there you go wow. merry wives of windsor is about the common folk
1: yeah it is yeah, about you know. and me that's right i'm not common i don't know what you're talking oh, about
0: excuse me. <laughs> excuse me all right so moving right along the legend has it that shakespeare wrote the merry wives of windsor in 14 days at the command of queen elizabeth who wanted to see sir john fall in love why do we think that
1: because there wasn't there a letter like a letter that was written or there was like or we knew that it was queen elizabeth's like favorite character was falstaff we
0: did know but we know from this it's not a letter it's oh, something else there's another medium mm, by which we know this
1: a song
0: a song that's a good guess <laughs> uh, yeah, that's top top
1: that's the only methods of communication i know it's like poems letters and poems songs or letters. Yeah. that's all i know that that was there tv show perhaps yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean. time travel secret handshake that's right. No, uh what was another medium of education in that time? Books? <laughs> How about articles? How about newspaper plays? plays. How about plays? Oh, oh plays, darn that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Uh there was a prologue to another play mm. called A Comical Gallant, which is John Dennis and it, this is a um it's sort of an adaptation of Mary wives of windsor it flopped spectacularly by the way <laughs> to only have two performances before closing but in that prologue there's a story about queen elizabeth asking for Mary wives of windsor so there it is it asked for sir john in love and shakespeare okay. wrote it in 14 days
1: nice isn't that nice you can tell that he wrote it in 14 days yeah, no shade that's but possible but i disagree da da. <laughs> well what do you mean
0: what do you mean by that sophia
1: um it's, a, it's like a pop culture piece. There's all these, these, these references to, you know, a, a guy who eats cheese a lot and he's Welsh mm. and, we, and we just don't get it. Not only Americans, but English. There's a lot of references to what was going on at, in his time and at that moment in England. So, sure. you know, it's one of the only plays there. Is, I think it is the only play that takes place in England for the whole entire time. So,
0: That's true. Actually, it's well. It's not the only only one that takes place in England because there's a lot of histories that do that too. Yeah. But the but it is the one most firmly rooted in sort of English culture. Yeah. Right. It's like common people of Windsor do in pe- what English people do.
1: Yeah. It's the only one I think that stays in England the entire time in like the same like two locations or something. Oh so yeah. It's the bar and the li- and the Merry Women's House. <laughs> the right. the so very just...
0: Merry Women's House. <laughs> and then the Ac- forest. <laughs> that's right. All right. So moving right along, for what occasion was Merry Wives of Windsor written.
1: Was it Queen Elizabeth's birthday? I hope um, it was her birthday.
0: That is one of the suggestions, but that's not what I'm looking for. They mention it in the play.
1: Oh, oh, um, Michaelmas? They mention that. It's like a weird holiday that I didn't understand.
0: <laughs> I think that could be true, but it's, it's also the celebration of this group. Huh. It's a celebration of a group of people. And that group of people is. Drunkards. Famous. No, that's close. It is. You know, <laughs> in fact, it is also a celebration of Christmas. No, it's supposedly written to commemorate the Order of the Garter.
1: Oh, Oh, my that's
0: God. God. It is regarded as the most prestigious British order of chivalry, of which the hostess chats about at length, right? She right, talks she about does. it all the time. And um, the. It, There's a German duke around this time, this is why they think this, that was uh, inducted to the Order of the Garter around the turn of the century. So it's postulated that it was performed at that festival.
1: Well, I'm so glad I got that one right because, you know, I didn't like play the mistress or anything. I don't know if
0: you kept any of those lines about the Order of the Garter. We didn't
1: <laughs> in either of the times I played that, her.
0: That would make sense. <laughs> that would make sense because uh, it's not something that people tend to celebrate now, but that people think that it might have happened at the Order of the Garter festival. So there you go.
1: So my Garter party is off. We can't celebrate ah, it. Very good. <laughs> very good. No Garter party for you.
0: <laughs> Excellent. All right. Most of the characters in Mary Waves of Windsor speak in prose. Of course, being a comedy, being a low-class comedy, most speak in prose, except for one character. Who doesn't speak in prose, and why?
1: Ever? Ever?
0: Uh, that's correct. Ever. <laughs> and it's not a character that you'd expect to speak uh, in prose.
1: I know. This. It is
0: also a character that appears in other plays.
1: Oh, is okay. it? It's not shallow. Um, it's nope. not NIM.
0: Nim? It's not Nim. That's Bardolph. Pistol! Pistol! Yes! yes! Darn it. Ah! Yes, it's because Nim was very close. No, it's Pistol. He was created to be a walking parody of the contemporary actor Edward Allen, who is chief of the rival company of the Lord Admiral's Men. He's the guy that you meet in Shakespeare in Love when he's like, you have a play, we have a theater. Oh, you're right. You can do it, right? Remember that from Shakespeare Never seen it. Oh my gosh. Well, you should watch it. You You haven't should. I haven't. And then come back. And then my... my, comparison will make sense but so there's that character he's a uh, the head of a rival theater and he's was said to be pompous very pompous very full of himself and so apparently pistol was meant to be a parody of him and so he only spoke in verse right and And he was the only one in the play that did so so there you go that's the character that only speaks in verse uh pistol (laughs) all right how could the merry wives of windsor help quench your thirst there's a
1: lot of booze in it.
0: That's true. There's a lot of booze. <laughs> yeah. No, this is a specific one. And this one is... Isn't Falstaff a beer? Sorry?
1: Falstaff, there's a type there's, of beer yes, that's, a, that's Falstaff. Yes, now there is. But
0: actually, this one is uh, in relation to a particular study about milk.
1: Um, Do, you know anything?
0: Do you know anything about any studies? Are you... How... how Good as your scientific knowledge about milk.
1: Um, not great. I know that it's uh not an acid. <laughs>
0: that's that's good. Very good. <laughs> what does it? What does milk come from?
1: It comes from cows. cows.
0: Cows. That's like, right.
1: Like you know, yeah.
0: Typically comes from cows, and farmers always. You look like you're about to say something.
1: No, I was just going to name another animal that produces. There are milk. many other animals. Goat milk. milk.
0: This one has to do with cow's milk, and uh, any mammalia. Well, and farmers are forever trying to figure out how to produce more milk from their cows. And so they do many things, but one of those things that they studied in, where was it, in, I think it was Devon. No, Kent, in Kent, was they studied what would happen to cow's milk if the cows were read Shakespeare plays.
1: They also did a recent study, too, that found out if cows are listening to music, specifically classical music, like they put like little headphones in the cow's ears, they produced more milk faster.
0: Well, there you go. So classical music and apparently the specific play, The Merry Wives of Windsor... (laughs) Because apparently it led to an increase in milk production by something like 8%. I think oh my it God. led
1: to an increase of questions as to why this was a Shakespeare play.
0: <laughs> sure, maybe the cows... More, did...
1: more brain function, you know? Right,
0: the cows were like, what is happening? This doesn't sound like the other ones. <laughs> like... so that's right. So there you go. Merry wives help quench your oh thirst because it increases milk production in cows. Apparently. That's
1: so interesting. I'd
0: like to see another study about that. I've never been thirsty go. and
1: been like, you know what's really good right now? Some fresh cow's milk. Fresh, you know
0: From fresh Shakespearean cows. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's what I need.
1: That's what I need. That's my fix.
0: Excellent. All right. And the last question of general trivia. John Falstaff is said to be based off of a real life character. Old Castle. Yes, that's Oh correct. my God. So who- I was <laughs> going to wait until he finished. So you're right. That's, the, that's, <laughs> one, but that's not the answer. Who else in the play besides Pistol is based off of a real life person?
1: Oh, Nim. <laughs> not Nim. Oh shoot! I know this. Oh. this
0: one's a good one.
1: Shallow. Nope. Yes, it, it's No well, isn't it? Slender. The there, are, there, are,
0: there could there are several parodies, but there's one who actually has the name.
1: Oh, of oh. his real life person, host of the Garden.
0: <laughs> well, the first That's not name. his birth certificate. The first name is the, is correct. Uh, yeah.
1: Robert Shallow. Nope, like because that's a, okay. um. <laughs> That's not the one I'm looking for. <laughs>
0: He's only appears in two scenes in the play.
1: Is it Doctor Kai William?
0: <laughs> it's William. That's it.
1: No, Correct. you didn't.
0: Absolutely, that's one of my Wait. favorite trivia pieces of trivia Is in Will- the play. No, yes,
1: because isn't there that like Latin scene or whatever? It's
0: autobiographical. Said to be autobiographical about William, William Shakespeare, Shakespeare's right? experience
1: with Latin. Yes, right. his
0: grammar school must have been very similar to the grammar school that is portrayed in the middle of the play. The scene has very little to do with anything that happens in the play, no. and yep. is frequently cut, like in our like in our production. <laughs> but uh, it is said to be autobiographical about William Shakespeare.
1: Wow! I believe that. I believe that wasn't so, isn't like William like the character of like someone's like random son or something like I can't remember where. William no, he's supposed
0: to be co- William Shakespeare. No, I mean but, oh, like, he's I'm saying Page. in the Page. His name yeah, is yeah, William Page. Yeah, he's, he's like
1: yeah, he's Page's the, the Page's the son. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's right. But there you go. So that's William Shakespeare. All right, and that brings us to the end of regular trivia. And look at this; it's a relatively close game. We have Sophia sitting on is it three points? I
1: think three, and then and I think
0: two. Roxy has. Two. That's
1: generous. Yeah, we I, I
0: only remember point. answering one. You know what? You get an extra point for knowing my favorite bit of trivia. <laughs> Yay. All <laughs> right. And so now let's move on to the next category. It's Unsung Heroes. And this one is a mightily good one. This one oh appeared in Shakespeare in the Park in 1974. And he connects the old Batman series with Married Wives of Windsor.
1: Adam West, right?
0: Not Adam West, not that old. Gosh, sorry, darn he it. connects. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say old <laughs> series as I a TV say show. The no, I should say the first series of movies.
1: Oh.
0: Um. He's played a Batman villain.
1: Oh, it's the but uh, but Simon the one that's like the same guy that um here comes Johnny, like that guy. Are we talking about him? I can't remember his name right now. Well,
0: first of all. <laughs> You have to come up with his name. I'm also an having answer. a
1: stroke right now. Please excuse oh me. Um, I think I am too. I'm forgetting his name is. <laughs> well, his name yeah. is
0: Jack Nicholson. Thank you. That's He the right. Joker and it's not him. Gosh darn. Uh, Danny DeVito. It is. <gasps> no, oh my God. Yes. Danny DeVito got his start at Shakespeare in the Park, the public theater. He uh, played rugby in The Merry Wives of Windsor, which is wow. a very Oh yeah, it is a very, very character small character. <laughs> it's like part of the, the squad, play. right? Yeah. There's like yeah, a huge squad. Exactly, of people. it's in the the dueling scene, I think, yeah. or something. I don't know. He's, uh, You're you know, so right. he <laughs> was a
1: penguin. Oh my god, I totally forgot that. That's right. That.
0: Danny DeVito. So Danny DeVito got to start playing rugby in the Merry Wives of Windsor.
1: My mom has a saying about Danny DeVito. What is it? Okay, so she said when she became a mother, she wanted to be just as good as Danny DeVito's mom because what kind of mother could believe in her son so much and tell him you can be an actor with <laughs> the way that Danny DeVito looks? Which I was like, Mom, that's kind of cruel. <laughs> she was like, That's what I <laughs> want to be to you. That, <laughs> There's a lot
0: of assumptions in that saying. Also, it's not a very good saying.
1: You <laughs> know, she's it's like, I want to be. Danny like roll off the. <laughs> she told me that the other day, and I was like. That explains a lot of your philosophy yeah. on motherhood. Oh that
0: explains Does that mean you're sort of like Danny DeVito?
1: Oh, I am the Danny DeVito of the family. Hands wow. down. I see it.
0: That's great. That's a lot. That's a lot going on. All right. Cool. Excellent. Well, that Unsung Heroes ties the game at 3-3, which brings us to the lightning round. It's complete the verse. So I'm going to read some Shakespeare and you're going to fill in the blank. So here we go. Better three blank too soon than a blank too late.
1: Oh, Better three hours too soon than a minute late. Excellent. That's correct.
0: Ah. One point for you. That's Ford. Wasn't that Falstaff? Nope. It's Ford.
1: Oh, it's Ford. You're. Oh, yes. You're right. <laughs> let will start with that If It's fine. That's
0: all right. Some, <laughs> most of the time, I don't give points for characters either, unless it's a especially tricky one. Why then the world's mine blank, which I with sword will blank. oyster. oyster
1: that's with, correct.
0: Sword uh, will what? Sword I, w- will, I, was, uh, sword uh, I open. will. Yes. That's it.
1: Oh, that that's, was the first use of that. Phrase. You are
0: absolutely right. That's just what I was about to say. Sorry. <laughs> no, that was perfect. Good trivia knowledge. Uh, Who Shakespeare is coined Roxy? <laughs> Shakespeare coined the word, the world's mine oyster. And he did it in this play. This play he wrote in 14 days, apparently.
1: You know, maybe he was eating oysters the entire time.
0: Maybe. Who maybe it was oyster season. Maybe. If blank go before, always do lie open.
1: If women go before?
0: That's not it, but uh, I like that answer. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All is if...
0: if blank go before, always do lie open.
1: Always do lie open.
0: Always. Always. Oh, oh. open If this goes before.
1: If. Um, oh, knowledge. knowledge.
0: What opens all doors?
1: A lock. Knock. <laughs> Doorknob. Those
0: are great, <laughs> completely wrong answers. No. A lock. Money. Go before. Oh, oh. Do that doesn't open, open all
1: doors. I thought you were being literal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same. It's I like was key.
0: not. <laughs> no, I was not.
1: Lockbox code.
0: All right, setting the attractions of my blank blank aside, I have no other charms. Good parts. That's it. Ah, oh, excellent good yeah, one job. Of those, one of those smarmy lines. Setting attractions of oh, my like good, good parts, parts aside, <laughs> I have no other charms. And finally, here will be an old abusing of God's blank. And the king's blank.
1: Older uh, using God's patience and the king's English. That's it. Wow. That was my yeah, line. You're good at that. I didn't realize
0: <laughs> that I ended with a mistress quickly. That line.
1: was, those were my, yeah. Mm. We I played those. her in another play. So <laughs> I don't Excellent. know this one.
0: <laughs> very, very good. All right. Well, that's the end of today's episode. Holy and Jesus. look at this. What a fantastic back and forth tussle this was. But on top, it's Sophia Carlin with five points.
1: I finally won something. Um...
0: Hooray. How do you feel, Sophia?
1: <laughs> um, I feel like Danny DeVito.
0: (laughs) That, you know what? As
1: you should. That's
0: a great answer. (laughs) Feel like Danny DeVito. And with that nugget of wisdom from Sophia's mother, we'll see you next week for another (laughs) exciting episode of That Is The Question, Shakespeare's Favorite Panel Show. Until then, I'm your host, James Wrightmeyer Jr.
1: And I'm Roxy Areco. And I'm Sophia Carlin.
0: Farewell, friends. This podcast ends. Adieu. Adieu. Adieu.